0: The other day, I heard an interview that I was doing to Charlie Munger. And just in case you don't know who Charlie Munger is, he is Warren Buffett's uh, partner in Berkshire Hathaway. And he was saying that he doesn't know how people fall for gurus. That to his concern, they're all uh, fake. And I thought for a minute that his, his comment was a little bit cynical because i mean i'm not saying he is or he's not but the thing is who is he mentoring who can say okay i've been mentored by charlie munger so i can get ahead right how how do i skip the mistakes in my in my journey so i can advance and serve the community serve society Mistakes, lessons, cautionary tales, and funny mementos on communication, leadership, sales, and marketing. This will share with you from our journey to your quest of success stories that will enlighten you to make great decisions, as we believe these are the four most important pillars of entrepreneurship. We are in Motion Mastermind and we want your success as an entrepreneur as we are passionate of entrepreneurship. And it, it really gets to me when somebody comes up and says something like that because we, we can all serve each other because we all have different experiences and we can teach somebody else something that will get them ahead in the race because we are all prompt to make the same mistakes if we don't get new information and yes maybe in his case that there are people that cannot teach you how to be a millionaire because they haven't got that yet but what they can do is teach you how to teach whatever you are passionate about and how you can put the word out there to your uh, potential dream customers and what it concerns me is that what do we tell people that can take advantage of the knowledge that we have? How do we project that? Yes, no doubt there are fake gurus out there and they tell you you can do this and that and they haven't done anything yet. But there are lots of people that have lots of knowledge and because they don't know how to teach it, that's knowledge that's being lost too. And in a world, like the one we live in, I think it's up to us, the storytellers, to tell the story the right way. Because we are in in the industry of communication. We want to communicate a message that the other person can understand and can break barriers of false belief. Now nobody will admit to that, nobody will admit that they have false belief. But the truth is. If you have something that is holding you back, most likely you have a limiting, a, a limiting belief, and that brings me to what I want to share with you guys today: is what do we tell our kids about the flattening of the world? I don't know if you heard the term before, but this was. Uh, well, I don't know if it's coined, but he—that's the first person I, I I saw it and I heard it. Uh, mention it by thomas friedman he is a new york times writer and bestseller author and he poses this question on his book the world is flat and i quote there is only one message you have to constantly upgrade your skills what do we tell our kids about the flattening of the world There's only one message. You have to constantly upgrade your skills. There's no place for mediocrity. I tell my daughter constantly, sweetie, this is your time to arm yourself with the necessary skills to compete with the world. See, now that we are in this online world, you can reach anybody anywhere. And hence, you can pay for any services meaning whatever jobs or professions out there everything can be uh, can be a commodity. You have to become and develop yourself so much that your work cannot be outsourced. The aim to offer your services global so you can get global-sized paychecks. Most jobs are being commoditized to all the basic repetition routines Thomas Friedman advises if you can't be special be specialized. This is so important to know this different. If you can't be special, what I mean by that is like when you see people that have talent with discipline like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. I mean we we see this mostly on on athletes, right? That have this amazing ability but it's not that they were born with it. Yes, part of it is it could be genetics, but the other eighty percent of it, it's hard work, is dedication, is discipline, it's practicing, practicing, practicing as much as you can and and more than the next person, because while the other person is sleeping, you working, and it's not always all physical. It's mentally too. Like what are you doing to Nourish yourself so you can arm yourself with all the knowledge that you need. Now, knowledge by itself, it won't make you strong. You have to apply it and prove it. So you have to go to the field and make sure that whatever you, you're you getting knowledge on, you can test it. You can't skip that part. See, your biggest superpower, and maybe I'm I'm quoting... Jim right right now, your biggest superpower is learning how to learn so you can acquire and develop skills faster. With so much technology and tools, it is very easy for everyone to do what you do. I mean, a commodity again. You can't be a commodity. So let me explain this. You all remember, I told you before that I study art, right, I study visual effects. And back in those days, you had, I mean, a lot of the visual effects, things that you wanted in your movie or your animation or your 3D animation, you had to do by hand, meaning you have to do everything. You have to animate everything. You had to program everything, sort of, right? So the process was very long. The process was tedious at times and sometimes repetitive, but now... As I was talking to my friend Pierre the other day, and he teaches art, and that's how this conversation came about. It's like he's teaching art, and he's he's being aware of this. Like his students have access to all these uh, all these so you call it the presets, uh, preloaded visual effects clips that they can adapt to whatever uh, movie or animation they're working on. And he was saying to me like. They rely so much on that that something gets lost. And what is that? What's that that gets lost? The one thing you can't replace. The one thing you can't replace is the idea man, the concept guy. Everything else, it's it's the technical part. You You can have any junior artist fresh out of college to do or somebody else in the world to do. Uh, the repetitive things, the the routine things. But the thing, the one thing you can't change or the one thing you can't replace, better said, is the idea, man. So that's why you have to become this guy that can learn faster and learn how to learn. So you can put different pieces together and, and make something maybe not unique, but yes, something new in a way of doing things. Uh, I I added a new edge. How do you push the envelope? You push the envelope by doing things from from different uh, industries or different uh, professions or disciplines and put all that together and see how they fit together to create something with a new, fresh angle because that's what our mind's like. Our minds are always craving novelty. So this is why we... Have to keep the Creator within us awake. You can't let it go to sleep. that that would be like the biggest sin. You cannot let it go to sleep. You have to constantly be nourishing and, and feeding new energy, new new knowledge, new information to your creator, your, your Creator um within. So see, the one way to avoid being a commodity is to constantly sharpening. Your skills and you do this by learning how to learn so you are always evergreen adaptable being as a result you will become your own brand and recognized as a person who always keeps it fresh you will always be that person that that being recognized by something that only you and you alone can do and this is why we storytellers can find ways to engage our audience and to teach others how they can communicate their message and projecting whatever they're passionate about to through storytelling, through really giving the meaning behind what keeps them passionate about whatever it is that they're pursuing. And some people find themselves into new ways of selling their services and specializing in a specific new niche by pure serendipity a stroke of luck somebody asking for something and they they say okay all right i'll give you a minute to think about it i think i can do it so you see they didn't say no right away they didn't say no of the bad they said okay you know what i think there's a way so let me figure this out so i'm not taking merit uh that they were they were upon uh you know, prompt to say, no, probably they have, but they seized the opportunity or they kept their mind open enough for them to explore a new way or whatever they asking, asking him to do, asking her to do. And they did it great. They did a great job. And the person said, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this because maybe somebody else needs the service. And now guess what happened? You just created your own niche. And the thing is, all they were trying to do was was to survive. So they kept adapting. And that's how you have to keep it. You have to keep it like you're you constantly going out there adapting. Whatever it is you have, you got to keep your awareness on check. Don't Don't sleep in your laurels. I mean, you have to keep it fresh every time. So don't let this happen to you. Try to be intentional about it uh there are very few people have been lucky enough to being asked to do something and they kept their mind open and and did it and figure it out and explore a new way to do it and they got the service they got the business so don't let this happen to you be intentional about changes keep morphing embrace learning as part of your mental gym so you can always be the cherry on top don't don't go to sleep keep your creator within awake constantly awake asking for more pushing the envelope so well that's it storytellers that's it that i wanted to leave you with that today it's uh beginning of the week and definitely we have to keep ourselves evergreen don't don't expire don't sleep don't don't feel like, okay, you know it all and this is it and this is the only way uh, that's been done and it's the only way that will always ever be. That's the biggest lie. Don't don't tell that story to yourself. Keep it fresh. Keep adapting. Learn how to learn. And I, what I mean by that is absorb information in new ways faster so you can always keep adapting and keep morphing, and keep overcome, keep keep overcoming uh, whatever obstacle or challenges out there. So that's it, storytellers. That's it for me. This is Telemap, and signing off. This is Emotion Mastermind. I hope that I can drive this message to you, that you can uh, that you have found value in it. You can share it with your team, share it with uh, the people you're working with, and uh, or whoever you want to help. That you see the struggling to to find a passion, or better yet, that is struggling to talk about or communicate the passion, right? Storytellers, this is for me as a pleasure. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. Com- uh, commenting, and see you next time. Thanks.